Welcome to Site 4, East Rock Park. It may seem unlikely, but this site feels like a wilderness in the midst of the city. It is also a welcome haven for birds and animals. It is also New Haven's oldest park. An unusual feature of this site is the bright red rocks of East Rock, known as Trap Rock Ridges. To understand how this was formed, we will travel back in time 200 million years ago. One day, way back in time, a continental glacier covered all of East Rock and West Rock, the main trap rocks of Connecticut. Later on, ice melted and erosion from rain and sand slowly formed a canyon right in between the glacier and East Rock and West Rock. Rain brought sand and dirt to show most of the vertical red and brown stripes on East Rock. As the glacier melted even more, water made a kind of water slide coming off the side of the glacier. The Mill River was slowly formed as the glacier melted more quickly. The Mill River was finally formed over thousands of years. Nipiak Medicine Man, Fox Running, talks about the importance of East Rock for his tribe. Native Americans lived a very, very spiritual life, and it was an everyday thing for them. When they walked down the trail, there were certain places they considered sacred, and they would go there and pray. Over to the east of us is a place you call East Rock. How many of you know what the Native American name for it is? Does anybody? No. Well, it's called Wampentumsek. It means place of council. It's where the leaders of the Quinnipiac went when they had, a, had to hold a council meeting. It was high, it was protected, and they could see the surrounding countryside. Our special speaker, Bill Brown, talked to us about the history of this site. The, the park comes along in the 1880s, and the whole consequence of building factories like Eli Whitney's is that it concentrated people. I mean, clearly Whitney had to build a village here to have enough people to get his products made. And by the 1880s, the Industrial Revolution had brought to New Haven a population that was um, growing by 10,000 people a year. I mean, it was huge, the growth. And it was when you began to concentrate lots of people in smoky areas that you came to understand how critical um, preserving parts of nature, the tradition that people had come from cities to, would be. So the oddly, the parks movement is very much uh, 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 an unintended consequence or a co-development of the industrial movement. That is, you needed to have parks. It's always um, important when um, we discover that rare um, that rare birds and, and uh, mammals uh, are still attracted to the site. Um, there, there's an excellent warbler migration that begins um, in right now in, in April and that will go through May. And that means that of all the places that the warblers could stop on their way from the south to the north, this is one of the popular ones. 
uh, especially prothonotary warblers are important and it's a very popular site for bird watchers, hence um, a site where you can see rare animals. And then uh, most uh, exciting, um, oh, a couple of years ago there, there was an otter sighting and people have been um, pleased to see that uh, it's possible that there's a family of otters uh, still inhabiting this part of the river. Sia Lewis has been an avid bird watcher for over 20 years. She will talk to us about the birds of East Rock Park. There are probably a hundred different species that use the park um, at different times of the year. So you could, you could find that many kinds of birds in East Rock Park. At the same times of year, you'll see the same kinds. But throughout the year, it changes with the seasons, which birds will use that area. You know, because the birds migrate. So you have some that come to breed, and then for the winter, they fly south. And then sometimes ones from the north will come and use that area for the winter, and then fly back. Different kinds of birds eat very different things, and that that uh, makes a difference about where they live. The ones that eat the fish are going to be down by the river. Ones that eat insects that live in the trees will be woodland species that you find up in the woods. Um, some of the field sparrows or savanna sparrows would be looking for the open areas where, um, where they hunt for, for insects and eat seeds. I think there are lots of very interesting birds in East Rock Park. There are the scarlet tanagers that live in the woods and sing beautiful songs in spring. There are the black crowned night herons that stay down along the river great blue herons. Um, I would have a hard time picking one most interesting bird. I think any part of the park you go in, you could find an interesting bird in East Rock Park. The least common bird might be some of the warblers that pass through in spring, um, like Wilson's warbler, hooded warbler. And I guess they would be considered uncommon there because they're only there for a very short period of time. Well, there's some birds that are unusual because they look unusual and others because they're not usually found here. And one of the most unusual kinds of birds that we have in New Haven that you can see is the common nighthawk, which sometimes nests on top of flat buildings like Cold Spring School and it, it eats moths and insects and so it's mostly up high and you don't see it too often and it has an amazing breeding display where it swoops up and down and makes noise with, uh, with its wings as the wind goes through its wings and it's very unusual. All birds have predators, they do, um, and in the park, 
Some of the predators will be other birds like hawks um, or owls and some predators may be raccoons, um, even dogs and cats that might get into the park from the neighborhood could be considered predators. For some of the little birds like the warblers, uh, snakes could be predators. So, yeah, there are quite a few predators they have to be careful about. Humans do affect the birds in lots of ways. Um, for East Rock Park, since it's protected and managed, mostly the effects are not, uh, not harmful. But some, you know, some areas are cleared, and so that will change the kinds of birds that can use the cleared area. Some areas are left as woods, so those would still be available for woodland birds. Um, there's an old field in one section of East Rock Park, and as that grows up, the kinds of birds that can use that change. But if they were to go back in and clear away all the shrubs and make it a little field again, then different birds might come to use it. So the way we manage the land in East Rock Park makes a difference. Someone interested in bird watching in the New Haven area around East Rock Park, probably the best thing to do is to contact a local bird group like the New Haven Bird Club, which is an excellent place to begin learning how to bird watch. There are lots of people who can take you to the park to bird watch. And also just begin walking, walking around in the park. Get a nice pair of binoculars, borrow a pair, and a bird book, and you can just start learning on your own, too. This is a cold spring. It was namesake for Cold Spring Street and our school. It was a nice, cool water source. We collected data about the plants and animals that live here. Peppergrass. In colonial days, pioneers used to pick peppergrass and strap it to a stick to use as a broom. Queen Anne's lace originally came from Europe. The flower's delicate white display looks like lace. The body of the snail is long, moist, and slimy. It has a shell to protect its soft body. When the snail is disturbed, it simply withdraws or pulls itself back into its shell. The snail moves by creeping on a flat foot underneath the body. The band of muscles in the foot contract and expand, and this creates a kind of rippling movement that pushes the snail forward. The foot has a special gland that produces a slimy mucus to make a slippery track. The snail is both male and female. However, to fertilize the eggs they produce, the snails need to mate with each other. Snails feed mainly on plants like algae and microscopic creatures that are found on the surface of water weeds. They eat by scraping bits off with their rough tongues. Mm -hmm.